Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast, where we listen into a group of rural firefighters as they give their opinions on the challenges they face both on and off the fireground. We release a new episode every week, so please hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating, and share this with your fire family and friends. Now on to this week's episode, where as always, we ask the question, are you DTFF? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. My name is Scott Bit Pepper My name is Carl and tonight I have three members of my firefighting family. I have Ash. Hey guys. I have Scott. Hello there. And I have Rob. Good evening. And uh tonight we're gonna talk about a few things. Um but we're gonna start with the fact that we just released a couple of models on our on our facebook page there um of both our burn building <coughs> and our search building not put together models no not, not put not together, together no that'd be pretty cool though. yeah still 3d but yeah. not yeah. not kind of like home craft kind of glue stuff. it together yeah, yeah yeah not fix it kits yeah. but uh, you can see from those <coughs> from those models um, what we are talking about now a little bit more with our with our two buildings, our main buildings. Uh, I couldn't get into the top floor of our burn building. Yeah, it's still set up for VEIS, a lower level. Yeah. We've never, we haven't taken note that one wall. Yeah. Which we will do one day. We'll put a door in there yeah. again. Yeah, our burn building's got a staircase <clears throat> that goes up to a top floor room, which we use a lot for our VEIS training through uh, using ladders, etc. from, from, uh, from outside um yeah so take a look at those um then at least then you've got a better idea of kind of going through i did a little video as well like i walked through the entire burn building and i walked through the oh. the search building oh. and uh i, I realized when i looked through it how dirty it is we haven't cleaned it out in a while the yeah. burn building especially the other mm. one's fine but the burn building especially yeah well the little burn building is really bad yeah, yeah. It's, it's very full it's basically the, yeah. the debris is as high as a windowsill. Yeah. <laughs> it's very full. Yeah. <laughs> it needs it needs a good clean out. Or It'll be September. Yeah, yeah. Just when we get to that point, obviously. Yeah. Don't we doing it in like thirty degree heat? No. 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 So yeah, take a look at those. Um, let us know what you think, and then uh, after that, we. Oh, sorry. One thing I want to say about the three D modeling. Um, you've done a few commercial buildings. Yes. And we use those for. Well, we haven't used them yet because. Well, I guess we have. Yeah, we did it for training for, yeah, the, for the arena. arena. Yeah, um, yeah. Super helpful because we can basically have an iPad and be at our trucks in the staging area and mm-hmm. the IC or whoever needs to look at the RIT team, whoever can look at the mm-hmm. iPad and go through and see where, where we would be. Yeah. So with that, <clears throat> we had talked before, so with that camera, you can actually pull those models into... Um, into a virtual reality headset and I have the oculus go which is just the kind of portable version but without the full motion controls but you can use it so for the Matterport stuff so what I was thinking was we talked about a long time ago import the model into Mm -hmm. the headset and then run a scenario with the guys blind using that to kind of go through and show their way through the like in smoke sort of thing so so they move they can move using um, using like looking at a dot on the on the model to move you kind of forward a step. You can do that within the headset. Huh. So I'd so be in the burn building. Yeah, 
in the burn building. So I'd be interested to see if there was if the nozzle guy, for example, was maybe completely blindfolded and the second guy had the headset on um, and they were using that to, you know, hey, there's a door coming up on your left, right? There's a, we know there's a corridor and we're heading down the corridor. I've reached the wall and then you can move in the headset. Just to, I just kind of want to see how. Well, it sounds like a proof of concept. It sounds like, it doesn't sound like we're there yet for fire, but it's definitely a proof for uh, training. Yeah. That's what we try to do. Cutting edge. So there's that, yeah. The, just like uh, our room, just like our podcast room is cutting edge. Yes, it's cutting edge, yeah. <laughs> State I love of the, the art. I love Rachel's comment actually before. She's like, oh, it's actually just a closet. <laughs> With some, yep. some cats on the wall. And... You should yep. remodel this room. <laughs> I just see like one 360 cats on there. But uh, yeah, so check those out. Let us know what you think. Um, yeah, I... I got again just quickly. I'm playing around in the um, in the reconfigurable uh, search room today, like lifting the stairs and stuff, and just playing around and moving some bits and pieces around. And that's still it's awesome on that little thing. Like, yeah, great little room. So yeah, construction guys. Yeah. For you. I love that thing, and you you can get so if you're in there blind, you can get so turned around yeah. in such a, a 20 foot little 20 end. foot space, right? It's, oh, it's beautiful. Especially when people start messing with you. And I put that in some of the comments there, right? Like you can lift the stairs to mm-hmm. mess with people, disorient them a little bit. It's like, I know there was a set of stairs here. Where'd they go, right? You're patting mm-hmm. around and, and now you're going in a loop for another 10 minutes trying to drag dummies and everything else through. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of fun, a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, um, take a look at those. And then we have we have a video <laughs> coming out today. You might hear Scott Scott coughing a little bit today. Uh, his nickname's Pepper from now on because we did the RZ mask. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> we did the RZ mask versus pepper spray video today, and uh, we got myself and Scott in uh, RZ masks. We went into a confined space <laughs> in one of our trailers sprayed uh basically a whole can of pepper spray into the room and uh scott what happened then yeah um so i wanted to show and i say it in the video i wanted to show that you know i'm hoping firefighters aren't getting pepper sprayed regularly by the police or by whoever and it's not to show that hey you can use rz masks against uh against the police it's more for us as first responders sometimes we get exposed to spray whether we show up on scene and maybe the patient is being sprayed um, maybe we're in a situation where maybe there's uh, civil unrest. Um, we don't have that a lot around here, but you know, down down in the old US of A there, they, they have some civil unrest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to see what the effectiveness was of it. And there was a video actually on the RZ Mask website of a couple a couple guys use, uh, doing it. And they, he actually puts on swim goggles and gets sprayed right in the face. Um, I, a little impractical for what we need because we're, we're probably, like I said, we're not hopefully never going to get sprayed right in the face. So I wanted to do the exposure one. So yeah, I, I like Carl said, I dumped a basically a whole can of uh, of like, law enforcement pepper spray into this room. Um, put the RZ mask on, went in, and in the video, like you can see, my eyes get pretty red, and you know, I definitely it wasn't hard to see it, but I could feel it in my eyes. And you, I think Carl, you, I mean, you were in there with the camera. Yeah, it was the same. I didn't yeah. feel anything on the eyes. Yeah, tasted a bit. It tastes kind of that weird. Well, the pepper spray taste. You, you taste it, but it's not affecting your lungs at all. And then, of course, to prove that it was actually um, working, I took the mask off. 
Yeah. <laughs> now my lungs hurt. <laughs> I stimulated my mucous membranes in my lungs. <laughs> you absolutely did. So there's some coughing and, and snot and eyes watering. The video will be out tomorrow for everyone to laugh at. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it's funny because when <laughs> I was out and about and uh, Scott messaged me and he's like, hey, what are you doing? You, you near the training grounds? I'm like, no, I'm a bit busy. He's like, oh, I got a can of pepper spray. I want to test this RZ mask. He's like, I'll get the camera. <laughs> I'll be right there. <laughs> and then what happened, I actually had filmed a little bit before because you were, I, yeah. I had to go somewhere and I was trying to get it done before. And I was like, oh, maybe Carl's not coming. So I'm going to film it myself. Yeah. So I did the half a can. That's why there was a half a can already in there. Did the half a can on my own phone. <laughs> and, you, and you drive around the corner and all you can see is me coughing uh, double over yeah <laughs> it was <laughs> then hilarious we the, then we did the rest of the can yeah it was good it was good so it, they it, do work it's amazing yeah you know I, I heard it works and I'm like yeah I never really believe it until I see it um definitely works yeah um, yeah, yeah. I get anything I got like a like a small kind of tinge in the in the mouth like I could taste it a little bit but yeah. it didn't it didn't fully right. hit me at all at all that's super effective Next time we put Scott through the burn building, we'll smell beef jerky. <laughs> That's true. Pre-season. Pre-season. Pre-season, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it look, uh, look out for that tomorrow. Uh, we actually just uh, I did a preview of it earlier for the guys, and um, it looks good. I got a little bit of editing to do, but I will finish that this evening. I stormtrooper my head. Stormtrooper the head. I banged it on, every, on, the, <laughs> on, the, way on the door frame on the way out. It's, it's an old trailer reason. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah glad you left that in. We need to burn Thanks that. Thanks for not editing that out. Absolutely no. Stand. <laughs> yeah, actually, we were talking about that trailer because it's it's got to go. It's starting to get pretty deteriorated. Yeah, we need to. It's a single wide. There's a double wide. It's a single. Or is it even a wide? Yeah. I don't even know what's it. Um, so yeah, there's some discussion in fall. We're gonna do some live burn in it and then let it burn and then scrape it off and get rid of it. Oh, because it's kind of junky down there. Definitely doesn't add to the training ground. It's, it was just always there since we got the training ground because it used to be old rodeo ground. So I think we used to use it for a lot of things. We've, we've done some yeah. searches through there. Yeah, we definitely got the use out of it. But, we did some really confined yeah. like search inside narrow, very narrow hallways, mm-hmm. and we, yeah, we we got ample some practices out of it. Great use out of it, but it's starting to. She's dilapidated. Yeah, it's time for it to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we'll uh, we'll record that when we when we toast that bad boy up. And I'm hoping to get at least a couple four or five practice nights yeah. out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before we totally let it go. Yeah. Okay. So we'll do some like so it only mean one because we'll let it go and it'll <laughs> get out of hand. Because <laughs> one thing I mean we know about mobile homes is they they when they're burning they're burning. Yeah, man, they're tough to stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see how stop to get out of it. Um, yeah, so that's what we got coming up for those pieces. Um, Scott also did a quick rundown on some shoelaces. Which sounds weird when you yeah. say it that way. <clears throat> yeah. um, expand shoelaces? Expand. Expand. Not extends. <laughs> Not extends, no. Extends is a pills you buy at uh, the local corner store to make your... <laughs> Your little hoe is bigger. <laughs> You're just have to do it. Come on, big Walter. <laughs> Where's that snagger tool knife? So, uh, <laughs> uh. Anyways, I don't think they're gonna sponsor us now, but <laughs> um, yeah, expands, expands shoelaces. They're uh, they're like an elastic shoelace. It sounds pretty simple concept, but I've been using them for the last you know four or five months. 
They definitely upping my um, upping my game beginning of the hall faster because your shoes just slip on. It's great. Yeah, so yeah. we did a quick little flip of that. We'll show you that one too. We've been talking to them a little bit about they might maybe some first responder laces where it's like they red. Yeah, because they have different colors yeah. and they're reflective and comfy mm-hmm. and fast. I, I actually had said uh, Ash and I were talking because we're now that we're both captains. Uh, like one thing when you drive to a hall when you're the uh, just a volunteer, like when you're just when you're just a firefighter going to the hall, you don't necessarily need to do your shoes up because as soon as you get to the hall, you can dump them and get in your turnout gear. But with us, sometimes we have to go direct to take command, and uh, having slip-ons, quick slip-ons, is a is a, is a good way to go. Uh, I think the I don't want to have like old man shoes where it's like Velcro. <laughs> no. <laughs> so these are these are like the, the chic way to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah, take a look at that. Uh, we'll get the link up on the website as well. And uh, yeah, if you like them, then then let us know. Uh, we we're gonna see if we can like Scott said, see if we can get them to maybe do some uh, black and red ones, some thin red lime ones, or and uh, mm. yeah, we'll get those out. I think they're a Canadian company, if, as far as I know as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're from Toronto, I believe. So, uh, what else, what else, what else? Um, did we miss the news? We did miss we the news. We missed the news, yeah. Oh, Ash, you want to do some news? I was so excited about the RZ mask. I, I was actually yeah. I was That's all you so about. excited about the pepper spray to the face. It was... So, well, it wasn't to the face. But I mean, it was to the... Yeah. I, I wanted to. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> Hold still. Yeah. <laughs> Ash, news. Yeah, so, I know by now, this has been shared around a while. Um, it's a couple couple days back, I think, a uh, fire department in Tivoli, New York. Um, these guys uh, had a couple bay fire hall, um, had a couple engines in there. It looks like a maybe a tender, uh, a rescue truck, whatever. Uh, they get called out, and the address was their fire hall. Mm. And what's like as I'm reading this, we've had that before too, where our like our, I am responding. If if there's no address, it's come up. It defaults back to our. It hall. defaults yeah. back to here, right? I'm like, oh man, the fire hall is on fire. Ha ha. No, well, the these guys' fire hall was on fire, and the first arriving people got in and got their first U engine out and started to suppress the fire, um, but they did lose. It looks like at least one engine, some other smaller apparatus. Uh, they had to call for mutual aid, obviously, because. They, they lost all their shit um, so what we were talking about we, we uh, you know right away we're like ah man I wish there was something that we could do for these guys um, you know we've, we've had some people a little closer to us uh, go through the same thing in some wildfire they, they it's like they were in a position where they were either you know let's save our hall or let's save the rest of the this around the area and the hall got sacrificed to save everything else uh, and uh, yeah, we we kind of rallied behind them. It was a semi-local uh, place to us. Um, so right away, that was on our minds. And you start thinking, okay, well, how can you do something like that globally? Oh, maybe a GoFundMe. So we searched it, and sure enough, there is one already. So we're gonna share that tomorrow morning as well when this comes out. Uh, so we're we're gonna be getting together. We'll we'll, we'll make a donation, and uh, we definitely encourage everybody to jump on board and give these guys a bit of a hand i'm sure they have some insurance i'm sure they'll get all their stuff replaced but like when i look around our hall there's things that money can't buy back and i know 
I mean, you can't buy those things back even with, you know, the whole donated money thing. But, uh, I mean, it goes a long way over top of the insurance money, right? So check that out. Read up on their story. Um, check out the GoFundMe. Um, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, anytime you can do something to help a brother out, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes to these situations, I know that we, like you said, we did it before. We did. I think we did a car wash when we donated the car wash. Mm-hmm. We did, yeah. Money to the guys. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, so take a look, like I yeah. said. Uh, this week coming up in training, I guess. Let's talk a little bit about that. So from from some of the comments that I'm getting coming through and from some of the people that are asking, again, we get a lot of training officers listening to us. Again, we appreciate everyone listening. Um, a lot of training officers and a lot of conversations at the moment about uh, different things to keep people interested in training. And fun things that you can do for trainers, because obviously with training you need to keep it fun. You need to keep some sessions lighter than others, and and make sure that people want to stay involved, get involved, and continue to to be involved. So we, as a department, I feel, and I think everyone would agree, do a really good job at uh, keeping the interest, getting the numbers, and making sure that you know that keeps flowing. So um, we we have some annual things coming up, which we we do every year. And um, one of them is the campground stuff. Rob, Ash, someone want to take that? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so we got coming up one of the local campgrounds. They get lots of visitors over the summer. And one of the things we do is we take everybody, all the trucks down. We go down to the campground. We park the trucks. We open everything up for everybody to look everything over. And we do kind of a fun hose relay with the kids to just interact with them and let them know that we're there and uh, we get the kids involved with a hose relay coupling uh, lengths of inch and a half down towards the lake there and then of course they fly at it with, with the nozzle at the end and soak everybody down yeah it's like a <clears throat> like a double relay right because they're, they're trying yeah. to get to the end so that they can spray the other team and yep. soak them down it's yeah. supposed to be a cone, but yeah, you know, cone, it's... Yeah, but the, the cone turns lost or forgotten pretty quickly. Um, yeah. Pretty much as soon as we demo it the first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, cause it, I mean, it's... People are like, oh, how's that training? Well, it's training because what happens is... Outreach. What is it? Outreach or whatever. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, it's not only uh, public outreach, but also, like, if you think about it, like, so we got... We run, like, three links? Right? Yeah, three. Yeah, um, we un- So we run three links out, so times two... And then we uncouple everything. So now everything is like sitting laid out, but it's uncoupled. And then we have everybody start out near the truck. And then on go, they run. And then they um, they kind of stop at each point and couple hose and, and put the um, nozzle on. And then when they're ready, they call for water. So we actually do that to show them, to show the kids what we want to do. We actually get usually get the rookies versus some senior people mm-hmm. to do it. So that's one iteration of the training. So we're getting guys uh, that extra cycle on coupling hose and in the nozzle and then um, throughout the night we have generally rookies stationed at uh, the coupling points helping the kids because a lot of these are like, they're little tiny kids so the rookies actually have to keep coupling and uncoupling hoses so it, it actually gets them that muscle memory of coupling uncoupling coupling uncoupling and yeah I mean it's not it's not super high level training but it's training mm-hmm. absolutely not but it's also a lot of fun yeah um, it, like you said Ash outreach you know yeah. again one of the reasons why we are as successful as we are with people is because we go and do these things and make sure that we're faces in the community yeah. and, you know, make make the presence known for the department, right? You know, 
it's one of my favorite practices of the year that doesn't have something to do with firefighting and we try to have as little of those as as possible and like scott says we, we do bring in some training aspects to it like it's not just uh, it's a big free free for all we all walk around and look at you know whatever um it's you know like a nice campsite there's it's on the water like it's yeah. a nice cat you know it's a nice casual night but you still bring some of that training aspect back to it but everybody really gets involved in it the people that are here like you know summertime we get less members that come out because everybody's traveling with their kids you know school's out so it's a little harder to put on full-scale practices so these are the little things that keep people looking forward to coming during the summertime because it's super hot you know generally we'll bring all of our our uh, turnout stuff down but we'll just wear bottoms um and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 was like, I think that's all that we do. Yeah. But and that's where I was gonna go with that. Um, one thing that we do every year, uh, generally every every year we get a couple new faces in the department. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's a couple new faces. Like we don't do anything to. Keep <laughs> 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 All right. Well. <laughs> Check back next week. Yeah, I was gonna no, say. we're gonna have to check back. A couple weeks. Check oh, back we, at the end of the month. Weeks, yeah. We're uh, we just welcome them to the hall. You know, it's, it's a in a fun way. Nice high five that we do. Team building exercises. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That we'll uh, discuss in August. Yeah. Oh, I think rub my hands. <laughs> yeah, you go. No. Go. Um, I know one thing that helps, or one thing that I do it for also is when we open all the truck bays, or all the truck bays, all the doors and stuff. <laughs> people are walking around. Hey, what's that thing? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you really gotta know like what things are because it's a big truck check. Is that what you were saying, Ron? Well, I was on the, along the same lines of saying it's a good PR thing, getting guys involved in talking to people, getting used to that conversations, mm-hmm. um, maybe being on a scene where they're not used to dealing with the public. Uh, it's a good experience that way, but also you'll get people asking what something is on the truck and good reminder as to what's on the truck, where and what it is. Yeah, so don't stand near the rescue truck if you are <laughs> answering <laughs> the questions. We've we brought down it. Did we bring last time we were down there last year? We took a car door with us, did we not? Uh, one of the years we did, yeah. Yeah, it's been a bit... Yeah. We talked about that. Just which to show off. Pretty yeah, cool. Just, just a demo. I yeah, showed them what, a, what the, the, the cutters can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Car door. I think yeah. they enjoyed that. Probably do it again, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's a yeah. it's a really it's a fun day. Fun I think I think too that people that come back year after year are hoping they're coming back at the time at that, time. that yeah. we're going to be there because they've been multiple times yeah. at the di- on the mm-hmm. Thursday night practice that we're we're going down there. So it's actually amazing how many full time firefighters are down there on vacation. Oh yeah, when we go down there. They're yeah. always like, oh, a full time firefighter from the city. It's, uh, and they, they're like, oh, actually, you guys got a lot of gear, and you guys, mm-hmm. yeah, they're kind of surprised. Yeah, I think there's always that stigma of yep. the volunteer guys are, I don't know, if, like, they think we're stupid, or? <laughs> I, don't <know laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if it's a stupid thing. <laughs> but we thing. don't train, or, like, what the, what the well, problem is? Sometimes? There's there's definitely, and I think there's definitely just a stigma with just rural departments. I don't think I mean, it's just a volunteer thing. I yeah. think it's rural departments. Yeah. It's like, they've got one truck, it's eight. 50 year old guys and they got buckets still you know like we show up with like four fairly new trucks and a bunch of like 30 younger guys and girls and yeah 
they're, so, they're, they're surprised they're surprised it's, yeah i think it's there's definitely a perception i think and and we still hear from a lot of our a lot of our listeners they're still in that situation there are a lot of the guys that reach out to us are normally the younger guys or mm-hmm. they've just become you know a new position or something there and they're trying to change the dynamic and they're listening to us so you know it's yeah. and again it's getting harder and harder now to get people to even sign the paper to get them on board so yeah you know it's tough uh so yeah that's always fun it's it tends to start off with the kids like we get the kids involved yeah, and then the yeah. adults yeah, are in there later. like real no, quick <laughs> yeah and then it's everyone's the just trying drinking. to well yes. that's it right so it's a private area and open alcohol is cool there yeah you can kind of see there's like the moms that cheer on their kids to start with and they're over there sipping their white wine and, uh, <laughs> and as the night goes on next thing you know you see they've all put a team together and and now they're ripping down and i'm like yeah see that's that's what you like to see how everybody gets involved you get like the moms on this side versus the dads on on this side and generally like we'll screw up the dads uh, they'll like be going down and we'll start getting things ready to couple for them and as soon as they get there we'll throw a coupler away so pull, they're a little bit slower like we want to see you know the people that you expect to win you want to see those guys fail so so they can get <laughs> right in a fun manner yeah yeah a lot of fun everyone's mm-hmm. tent gets wet that's too close to the action oh yeah yeah um yeah and then the following week or maybe not the following week, actually previous previous week to that, probably, yeah. we're going to do, um, again, what we do annually every year is the hydrant, hydrant hitting? Hydrant, <laughs> hydrant hitting, hydrant hitting hydrant hose, hose, hose soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so for a number of years, we always used to call it water fight. And then when I became training officer, I was like, yeah, I think we can do more. Like, I think there's, mm-hmm. there's more to this than we are doing. Because we used to hit the hydrant once and then we just kind of leave it hooked up we just kind of leave it hooked up and keep spraying each other and it was kind of like well yeah that's that's cool and everything but so now we've changed it into because um, it just so happens up by one of our high schools it's a, it's a perfect setup because on, on either end of this of this fairly length not long but it, you know it's a nice straight stretch our hydrant our two hydrants and they're a good distance apart and right where we uh, meet in the middle is basically halfway and they, they have a, a, a field like a soccer field so the trucks, uh, what we get them to do is they face each other, and then when on go from me or someone else is running the thing, um, the guys, one guy bails out, goes, goes grabs a hydrant kit, um, gets a hydrant, and as soon as they're ready to go, the trucks start driving towards each other, uh, they stop, uh, the driver gets out, he starts set, setting up, another person gets out, starts unhooking the hose from the bed to hook it onto the truck, um, hooking up the hose clamp, and then one or two more guys start grabbing line to deploy and then they deploy into the field and again the goal is supposed to be um soccer hose soccer so they spray the supposed to spray the soccer ball into one of the nets and the other team's supposed to spray back at them but again it always just turns into someone gets a straight scream in the face yeah <laughs> it turns into 120 psi to the noggin it tends yeah. to so we try to not do that. We try to like hit the feet and stuff. But so that's more of a fuller turnout gear practice. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the, I mean, the rule the rule is well, the rule that is you make, and you, it always like gets broken by the end. But is that no one? They're not allowed to pump water out until the hydrant is flowing water in, because mm-hmm. we want them to get you know everybody to work together as a team. Because it's easy enough to flow a line so of water out. Water, so we yeah. want we want them to get the whole sequence going before anyone actually gets water to the truck. And then we reset. So we actually, we I usually make them do three different deployments. So I'd make them uh, deploy a donut roll and hook it to the truck with an inch and a half. I make them deploy the Minuteman 
And they make him deploy the Cleveland Rollers. Mm-hmm. And then we reset every time. We do that a few cycles. And, yeah. Everybody rotates, too. Yeah, so, every, yeah. yeah so when everyone, mm-hmm. when we're done one, one roll, everybody rotates positions on the truck. So we always have new people going. And I think it's good. It, it gets people... It's another one of those practices when it's, you know, it's 30, 40 degrees out. You don't want to practice too much, too hard. But this cools everybody down and it's everybody having fun. And we're, we're up in the public area and the public usually comes out and watches us and laughs. And, yeah, it's yeah. definitely cool. You start to see groups of people walking over, watching us do it. And you can hear some cheers and some laughter. And every time that we knock somebody over or whatever, they uh, cheer louder. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm actually starting a medicine ball now instead of a soccer ball. Mm-hmm. One of those... those like scoop of medicine balls and they don't roll as fast or as far it's uh it's good because not only do you have the competitive nature of everyone here fighting against each other and then the competitiveness of the teams going against each other you've also got that muscle memory going through it that process at speed like faster normally really faster normally than you would do it on a call right Mm-hmm. I think so because normally on a call you're still trying to do that you're kind of keeping it a pace trying to yeah. keep things methodical do the thing Just in the engine that diesel engine <laughs> <laughs> which is actually what the uh, the uh, barboys are talking about yeah. Yeah. on their podcast keeping the tone yeah, yeah. yeah. keeping um, that pace and setting, the, setting the pace mm-hmm. yeah. um, I was going to say I don't but it's good it's, uh, it's good to just roll through each of those things I mean, it's, it's stuff that we do pretty much every practice when it comes to mm-hmm. um, not necessarily hitting hydrants every time, but definitely with pumping, deploying mm-hmm. um, of different of different lines and Cleveland rolls, etc. So. so, yeah, I think one reason why uh, you tend to go faster is because you know what you're doing. Like, you know what the scenario is before we even get up there. Everyone knows what we're doing, whether they're new people and they've been told or the senior guys have done it a lot. So there's no... Because on, on a real fire, you're like... You can't go super fast because you're still trying to sort out the scene. Like, you're like, ah, okay, well, yeah, we're going to need an inch and a half. Okay, now where are we hitting? Okay, we're going through the front door. We're going through the window. We're going in. So there is, yeah, we definitely slow down a lot on a call. Uh, yeah. 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 Still with speed, but yeah. not yeah. like, it's not race speed. Yeah. I think I had pepper spray in the face this time. <laughs> <laughs> Just release the Ready, cab go. in the cab. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> right in the cab when they're driving. Maybe they're driving. <laughs> <laughs> Pull your RZ masks. Yeah. <laughs> that's a new factor of training. Gas, gas, gas. <laughs> so that's uh, again, it's another one of those fun things. This time of year, uh, again, it's it is one of those that we do annually. Every year, mm. this time of year, it always comes out of the bag, and it's always looked forward to. Yeah. You know, there's 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 kind of two times of the year when our training kind of becomes fun and so it slows down a little bit. In the middle of the summer when it's really smoking hot, like we're doing like a couple weeks, and in the middle of winter when it's really, really cold and we can't go outside. So the joys of living in Canada. Um, so we can do stuff inside the truck bays, inside the hall, but there's usually like, we as a training section discuss things and we talk about what can, we can do, um, including what uh, we did last year, Rob, if you remember, with the board game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that was awesome. Game. Yeah. What's that, what's that board game called? Uh, Flashpoint? Uh, Flashpoint. Flashpoint, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that was a yeah. good one. So this is a board game that uh, that we we brought out in the in the winter, and I, I think some of the guys were like, yeah, like what is this bullshit?" <laughs> but <laughs> well, we, so, but but what we did, it, it worked really well because we we had the two rooms set up. Yeah. Well, we played it beforehand, the actual game. Yeah. 
and wondered how we could turn that into a training exercise. Yeah, and then you and I sat and did some notes. Yeah. And what we actually, yeah, we ended up doing is we treated it as a communication exercise. So we, we bought, well, I have one game and Rob has one. Same game. And what it is, it's supposed to be like a, a house on fire thing, right? In every role, the house, the fire gets bigger and the firefighters get, um, have um, special skills they can use and they rescue victims and they put fires out. and It's, it's kind of fun. Um, but what we did is we had these two separate rooms. We had uh, officers in one room and firefighters in another room. And the officers knew where the, the victims were because that was the last known place the victims were. Yep. The firefighters had no idea where the victims were. But the firefighters could see the fire because they were going inside. So they could see where the fire was on the board. So the scenario was we gave them radios. And I think they had a minute timer. Each firefighter had a minute to relay what he saw, <clears throat> relay what he was doing, get commands approval. They, they could freelance a little bit if they wanted to. They're just like a real scene. Like, I know we're not supposed to freelance, but... You're always going to do something that's not exactly... Because if you're inside a fire, you, you do have to use your brain. Mm -hmm. So um, the command guys were relaying what they thought we should do. Um, oh, yeah, we, we know there's a victim somewhere in this room. And they're trying to describe the room without using the number grids that we have. They were just like, there's a couch that's over here. And, yeah, it took us what, a good hour and a half. Like, it was a long practice. Just a whole night. Yeah, yeah. a whole night. Yeah. And, uh, you know, something like And then we had a thing where if the fire... Got too much damage. The, the thing would collapse. Yeah, they have to deploy the RIT yeah. team. And yeah. yeah, were you there? You weren't there for that. No, that yeah. was uh, that was before. Yeah, I think it was a good practice, and because there's not a lot of, and I think actually the bar guys were talking about this. And there's not a lot of practices you can do for officers and communication uh -huh. that are fun, and this one definitely was something where it took the whole. Again, unlayered layer, because, you know, we're talking about layering, and we talk about how we get to peel a layer away. So we peeled away all the layers and just left the communication part of the layer, and that's what we did that night. I mean, our only other communication practice we do really is our hydrant searches. Yeah, like communication only, <clears throat> communication yeah. heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's always communication and stuff on every practice, but, yeah, there's, there's those two that are communication heavy. How do you think that night went? Good, good. With the board game for the board game. Oh, I love, I love the game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was good because, I think, near the end, the officers are getting an idea of where in the building those guys are based on. Mm -hmm. Okay, I've gone. They're communicating. Okay, I'm three squares away from table in room A. You know, Alpha Bravo Side, side right? yeah. or Alpha Charlie, or Alpha, Alpha Charlie, uh, Bravo Charlie, or whatever, right? So um, it gets them used. And even I think we s said at the beginning, they have to use that Alpha Bravo Charlie Delta yeah. on the and game. Wherever they park their truck to start with, yeah. that's, where they, that's where they're situated for the night. Mm -hmm. So because we don't normally use that Alpha Bravo yeah, that designation, it gets us used to starting to use it. And so. You know, we are starting to use it a little bit more. We are not. Um, I, I think one thing with us is, because we live, I mean, there's no secret, we live in a valley. Yeah. I think everyone knows we live in a valley. With us, it's it's easy for us to go, oh, that's north, that's south. Yeah. I mean, like, that's how I always relay everything in my mind around here. It's, you know, just because the way the valley runs, we know which way is north, which way is south. Every time. Mm -hmm. So, that's why, I think that's why we've always never done it. We've yeah. never done it with uh, Alpha Bravo Charlie, I don't think. I think though we can get disoriented sometimes. Inside for sure. When we're well, not even inside, outside. We're busy focusing on a task. We forget about that yeah. Yeah. direction. You might be carrying something, or there might be a lot of smoke outside, and you're trying to figure out where you are again. Yeah. Um, so that's a good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we try to hit the 
for Bravo Charlie's Delta stuff. But, but as far as the game, yeah, it went it went really good. Um, just, and I think we brought the officers in to see what the right. firefighters were looking at as yeah. well, just to see what craziness was yeah. actually going yeah, on. It showed the two boards. There. Like we got them to look at each other's boards afterwards and to see what the communication level was. Mm-hmm. I I yeah, I'll get you some pictures. That's a that's a really good idea, right? It's that thinking outside of the box, picking something. We can't maybe, I mean, you know, we could have went outside and trained, but when it's super cold, and again, when you're talking about layering and et cetera, and you're trying to break that portion back down, yeah. you skin off those layers and you just concentrate on one piece for the evening. What a great way to focus on just communication. Well, and what happened mm-hmm. to, because like I said, every minute, it got, the radio had handed off to another firefighter. So guys that don't normally use a radio had to use a radio because they had to relay what they're doing. So like, uh, mm-hmm. I know one example was Wade, Wade, Right. Um, doesn't talk on the radio isn't into it at all <clears throat> he likes being the firefighter and doing his thing and so when we had him the radio and but then he was like yeah everybody's getting really good at using the radios that yep. night that was you have to yeah, yeah. yeah I think we have, yeah, you have pictures yeah I have pictures I'll, I'll send them over to Carl and yeah. Wicked. we'll share that yeah, yeah. Uh, off of that actually um, we were uh, we were thinking about doing a training tactic thing every week so every week uh, either we're going to record it before podcast or at some point. Something like we're not going to do. <laughs> <laughs> it may be video. It may just be. It may just be text. <laughs> but uh, we're going to give like a, a training tip or a training scenario, something that we do or have done. Um, you know, every so often. Um, yeah, like our our kind of our go tos and some other things that you know we we pull out the bag every now and again. Um, so look out for those as well off the back of that because again you know who would have thought that using board games for communication training would be a good idea I mean yeah. great idea well, I know I brought it up to uh, to um, Bob one night it's, we you know in our officer meeting we have, what are we doing training this month I'm like oh we're going to play a board game he's like what uh. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he's kind of long since just let us do our thing because he knows whatever we do we, we always have the we always have the, the fire hall in mind. We're not we're not just doing it for fun or or to try to be lazy. We're doing it for there's always a reason why we're doing all of our training. Um, so that's why we you know. <laughs> Never mind. Hand signals. <laughs> we're um yeah I mean. I'll give me Carl hand signals and he's catching on finally. There we go. There we go. Thank yeah. You. yeah. <laughs> um. Words. <laughs> First word, film. <laughs> the, uh, this is why we can't record ourselves on video. <laughs> still, I still think we need to do it um, soon. One day. Mm-hmm. Maybe is our maybe is our uh, our annual our very first kind of annual episode. We're getting close. We're we are. 48? 48. Mm-hmm. I I can tell we're getting close because it's getting hot in here. <laughs> yes. And our first couple of recordings were so. It's so true. It's so Doesn't true. Doesn't help that the AC is in the other room. Well, I yeah. think the first couple of recordings were we're not in the other room in the bigger room, and we just had Negative. terrible sound. Or were we, were we always in here? We were in our here. demo episode. Oh, our demo episode that is never going to see the light. They will never <laughs> see the light. That was, yeah. that was not BTFF. No. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. Uh, yeah. We should tell that story. <laughs> One what? day, what the story? Not the entire story of the podcast. No, it's, <laughs> the uh, story of how this came to of me. how a podcast came about here. We could, uh, yeah, because yeah, mm. Carl came to me once and yeah. he said, "Hey, uh, do you ever think of doing a podcast?" I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> <laughs> 
because you know I listen to Joe Rogan and Jocko and all these podcasts, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about, but um, he's so. At first, we weren't really even thinking fire. We were because we were, even though we're all in the fire department, we're like we were thinking something else. Yeah, and <laughs> we were thinking everything else actually. So, anything be like else. a wheel involved. Yeah, there was, was going to be a wheel. That was a wheel, and we were going to spin it and just have, talk about topic. Yeah, was it going to be fire? Was it just going to be something? Anything. Just going to be randomly anything. So yeah. our inaugural podcast was was not good. No. <laughs> we had far too many people. Um, I think the name was awesome, though. Like, yeah. what were we going to... Internet porn in the 1870s. Yeah. <laughs> in the 1800s. Right? And that's not how we... Like, we didn't... We came to that at the end. That was a title. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yes. Because I think yes. originally we wanted to be more... Like not be tied down because we weren't sure how much, um, how many how many topics, how well would we receive just to be a, full, a firefighter podcast. Yeah, we were never sure, so we were like, hey, let's try, you know, just a straight kind of talk about whatever podcast. And every once in a while, firefighting won't come into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, thank I, God. I, we I went. think we spoke like we weren't going to hide the fact that we we were firefighters. Yeah, but mm-hmm. we're just firefighters talking about anything. Talking about anything. Yeah, yeah. not yeah. experts on anything. Just mm-hmm. and we were talking about having an expert on every. But, yep. Thank God it failed miserably and we ended up doing this because uh, that was, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take a whole lot of editing. That may have gone nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> crazy it was like two hours long. It was, it was. It was horrendous. Yeah. It was. People were yelling and almost Still, fighting. Still, I mean, yeah, it was an interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. Oh, man, it was so funny. crazy. It was funny. We should so we crazy. should uh, we should rewatch. We that. should not. Oh, I don't yeah. know if I want to. Man. We, should, oh. we should rewatch that one. Though. That's crazy too because you have it on video. I do, I do. Because I was like, oh. we were set up out there, right? So I had all the cameras and everything set up. Everything was running, recording. Well, because you had said when we wanted to start the podcast, you, yeah. uh, I said, yeah, that'd be cool. And then, like, literally a week later, you're like, hey, come upstairs. Why? What are you doing? And he comes out and there's a podcast studio set up. I'm like, oh, okay, we're doing this now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's so then started. we grabbed everybody on a practice night after practice one night. And yeah, we had like town. seven or eight people. Yeah, was, we quickly realized we had about we need a cap. Yeah, we had about nine. Which is good about nine. this room. We can only really get five in here. Yeah, and even even five sometimes can be difficult just with the noise levels. The way the the way the audio mm-hmm. goes. I mean, it works. It works. Yeah. Everyone's yelling over each other. It was like yeah, it was pure chaos. Well, that's why now we've gotten to the point now where everyone you need to kind of need to let people talk because mm-hmm. otherwise, right. again, the audio gets muffled. And speaking of audio, actually, we're looking at um, upgrading our equipment and maybe making our audio sound yeah. a little bit near. <laughs> slow. <laughs> Some clap. point. It's a slow clap. Yeah. You can't hear it on our audio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cut that. <laughs> but we are that is that is the next step in fact Rob Rob brought some bits and pieces in for uh, for me to test and try and then we're going to figure something out and, and get some audio equipment going so that we might sound a little bit closer to uh, mm-hmm. pros <laughs> radio <laughs> quality <laughs> I think we should keep our amateur status radio on the AM dial yeah. quality <laughs> Rich, I was listening to AM radio today it oh. sounds like us uh, it sounds terrible <laughs> yeah How do we, get on the, we should get on the AM radio on the old right? AM some band. Yeah. We could, can we not rig up the fire hole antennas on that one I'm sure we have that would be great does anyone even listen to Bob will show up and anymore? be like what is going on coming up through on the pagers yeah mm-hmm. Oh, no. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore, is it? Do people still right. listen to radio? I was there's you know when they pump up the volume, you remember that show? Like no. the eighties Christian Schlater? Christian Schlater? No. 
Really? He had like a pirate radio station and the school was trying to shut him down and he was playing music and and I remember my friend at the time when we watched this thing, he's like, yeah, he goes, it'd be awesome to have your own like radio station and do your own thing. And basically that's what a podcast is. Mm-hmm. And it's come to fruition. Everyone's everyone's yeah. in it now. So true. Yeah. We don't play music because we get booted off the internet. Well, absolutely. I was. I mean, there's M- MTV anymore, so. Yeah, that's right. There you go. <laughs> Fact. I was listening to Rogan the other day, actually, and they were talking about now's the age of audio. It was really weird because there was like, a huge dynamic where everything went to. Good audio. <laughs> yeah, it's it like good audio. It's an audio. We got audio. We got audio for days. <laughs> Just the bad audios. It's not that bad anymore, actually. We've been, we tweaked it a little bit with some help from Matt, who is going to be on next week, mm-hmm. actually. Um, we got Matt coming on for an interview. Matt is a uh, firefighter from uh, New York, and uh, in state New York, and he's going to be on talking about some of the bits and pieces that he's doing to try and generate some interest for mm-hmm. volunteer firefighters across well, nationwide, actually. He's, yeah, because he's Canadian-American? He is. American? What's that American? 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 Sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, he's got all the freedom, but he's sorry about it. Pen the bald eagle in one hand, pen the beaver in the other. Animal! Jeez. This is what the first podcast is. Yeah, it is. We're coming back full, full circle. I was laughing pretty hard, so. Every time that we, as officers, leave town for any length of time, we send out a quick text to people, say, hey, like, I'm going to be away for a bit. <laughs> so I send one out today. And I was like, hey, guys, uh, head to America for the day. <laughs> and okay, that, yeah. that was about all that I said. So Scott chimes in with uh, the green. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, bold eagles and fireworks. Merka! <laughs> so I was chuckling away at that for our trip, and when I came back, we were late, and I kind of shit the bed and didn't, but I wanted to come, like, be like, oh, hey, I'm back, and I brought freedom with me. Like, oh, man, it's crazy. We Just me and the wife and some other buddies from work went for a drive down to the States, and... Uh, when seeing some old ghost town, it was actually really cool. But going through like old uh, rural America, man, it's next level there. Like I actually said to Cass, I was like, man, like I'm actually jealous of how patriotic some of these people are. Like I was like, ah, I, I'd probably put up a flag in my yard. I think that'd be pretty sweet. You know, fly a flag everywhere you go. <laughs> like flags are flying. These people are about it. Like, we were in the middle of nowhere, and I glanced over, like, oh, there's a house out there. And he's got a flag and a Trump 2020 flag or whatever. I'm like, I know that guy. Like, he's he's proud to be, and he's proud to show his support for his guy. Yeah. Right? Like, there's nobody running around up here, like, sheer 2020. You put a flag up here, and people are like, whoa, hey, what's the flag for? Is there something big coming? Yeah. <laughs> Must be all of it. <laughs> yeah. I just... We, we got a flag now, finally. And it's like, love my country. Like we isn't like, like, like my house. We have one. You guys put a flag up. Yeah, we have a flag up. There you go. Really? Yeah, in the backyard because you don't want anyone to see it. Right. Don't want to be patriotic and, and secret. Then <laughs> <up again. laughs> yeah, like, it, it was actually it's uh, brought brought a little pride back home, and I was like, man, like, like we're a pretty small town here, and we're uh, I think we're, like you know we're all pretty pretty proud of what what we have, what what we do here, but uh, it's 
just a little something different there. It was neat. Brought nice a little piece of freedom back with me. There you go. Yeah. Well, we had Canada last week, and that we really, did. that that it's like that one day reminds me of like what Jack, America is. Texas just walking down the street on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, like when I was uh, when I was down in California, I was when I was at the Gracie thing. I was walking down the street, and in Torrance, every morning there'd be a guy driving by with a you know, like a lift truck, mm-hmm. and be putting the flags up on every pole. He's driving like put up like thirty flags a day, and then mm-hmm. at the end of the night, when I was walking back, he'd be taking the flags down. They're on the on the poles. And like, oh. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Barely got a guy to put a flag up once on a, on a flagpole and change it out. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. It is. <laughs> America. <laughs> uh, speaking of America. Speaking of America. Shout outs. Yeah. Over there? Just roll in with some chairs. Well, I, I think right. we're there. Yeah, I think we're there. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard well, to know All right. Well, here we go. Um, Modus actually is in America. Actually. Modus is Canadian, so we'll start out there. Uh, Modus, um, fire rescue. They've got the snagger tool. They've got. Um, oh, gonna pause for a second. Pause. Matt. You can turn off now because then we know you don't like the show. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Our, our Matt, not any other Matt. Yeah. Local Matt. Local Sorry, Matt. Sorry, carry on, Nash. Yeah. Thanks for listening, wow. Matt. Thanks. Um, so, yeah, Modus Fire Rescue. They have the Snagger tool, which we've talked about. We posted some photos of. Um, they've got their uh, door wedges, um, and they've been gracious enough to offer out for all of uh, our listeners a discount code of DTFF5 numerical 5 uh, so they give you 5% off on all of your purchases on the website um, everything that they do so they've, they've got their products you can get it anodized whatever color you want uh, maybe I shouldn't say any color you want any color they offer there's multiple colorways that they can do you can have it engraved so we got ours uh, DTFF on there but you can have your name or your engine company whatever you want to put there uh, so that's pretty sweet uh, those guys are really good like anytime the guy I reach out to them they shoot something back and uh, they're really really quick to get back to you um, they're a couple firefighters and they're making some pretty sweet sweet product uh, so we got them. RZ Mask. Uh, we've been talking about them a ton. What more can we um, say? <laughs> literally for all your masks. Um, so they also have a discount code for our listeners, and it's uh, Public Safety. Huge. So, yeah, it is huge. Um, <laughs> our best Trump. <laughs> yeah, literally the best discount maybe ever. Um, so <laughs> it's... Uh, we actually just bought like 40 of them and it actually was huge like when so you three, apply that yeah, yeah. It, was, it was pretty awesome so check those guys out check out the video coming up you'll, you'll see how <laughs> cool they are um, RZ Masks uh, Chief Miller obviously we, we give a shout out and mention every week um, the guy shares everything he's everywhere never sleeps uh, he's on Facebook Chief Miller um, Instagram he's got Chief Miller Apparel uh, check out his his stuff there. Yeah, we've actually done a few videos in the last week. Um, mm-hmm. We've reposted and asked um, some people opinions, and we've gotten yeah. some good feedback. We got one of some guys doing roof venting. I think it was mm-hmm. a Chief Miller one. Um, yeah, some good good feedback on that, which I like because I like hearing other people's thoughts on things. Because like I said, yeah. even in, when we posted it, we we don't do a lot of roof venting here, mm-hmm. uh, especially when the fire's still rocking. Right. And wanted to hear other people's thoughts and opinions, and it was good, good positive things. Seemed like the general consensus was, and I was honestly expecting 
a lot, a lot of support. support. Yeah, for, yeah, for that roof ventilation. And really, I think there was one comment, maybe, that was actually saying, well, maybe I can kind of see. But everyone else was like, that's not what you should have been doing. Mm-hmm. And again, anytime we post these videos, it is not to bash. This no, whole thing not. is always about learning, breaking stuff down, figuring it out. Because unfortunately, we're in that kind of position where we learn from other people's mistakes very yeah. quickly. I mean, it's a 20-second video. We don't know all the... What no. was going on? You see one camera view. That's it. Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah, that was interesting. Also, the, uh, the fireworks yeah. um, <laughs> explosion. Yeah, that was a good one. Fourth of July, America. Canada Day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, love, love all <laughs> the okay. interaction. Damn it, Carl! <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, well, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> screenshots. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, uh, we got to give a. Uh, a weekly shout out to the Bar Boys, uh, Brotherhood Academy Radio. Uh, they've they've really been been uh, you know showing us love every week, and uh, it's def, def, definitely appreciated. They uh, they do the same kind of deal that, that we do, just on the opposite, kind of lower. They have a funny accent. Yeah, they they have a funny accent. They do have a funny accent. Yeah. Is it Quahog like? D- it's not Quahog. It's not a Quahog accent. I don't know what kind of accent it is. It's a Quahog Family Guy. I don't think it's that though. It's nah, no, no. That's, yeah. it's not. I like, I was Nick and I talked like a ton, and uh, I was like trying to do like my best Dale Earnhardt Jr. impersonation. Can you get him to say chowder? Chow, chowder, 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 chowder. Oh, that'll, that's that'll, that'll, that'll get it. <laughs> they, they are East Coast, man. They're, they are. They're, 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 they're right from there. that area. Chowder. Man, they're a bunch of quagmires. Say it, chowder. Chad decals. Uh, and there's a little bar boy now I heard yeah so <laughs> uh, boy. Is it a boy? <laughs> it, it, they, had, they had a baby it's a boy oh uh, bar boy a little yeah. bar boy I'm pretty sure it's a bar boy not the bar so. boys didn't have a baby one of the bar boys had a baby <laughs> yeah so his wife um, <laughs> is, yeah so Nick and his wife had had a, a baby uh, just the other day so I think it's like two days old now uh, so he's uh, you know tending to that um, what's the name definitely DTFF. Oh man, I'm pretty sure it's DTFF. <laughs> Hashtag DTFF. <laughs> I I don't think so because Nick Nick's, Nick's wife thought that our our name was inappropriate. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know where she's getting the inappropriate. Yeah, it's dirty. Well, if they have to take the name, throw that one into the yeah. into the hat. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's fair, man. You gotta, you gotta think gotta about be. that. It has a nice ring to it. Or Ash, because Ash is a good fire name. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Boom. It's true. Boom. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Nick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Congrats, uh, congrats from, all from all of us here. Um, and then we'll wrap it up. I'm, I'm responding. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the barbels I was listening today while I was doing the shoots down at the burn buildings and stuff, and they were talking about some interesting stuff. They mm. uh, they were this week's episode. They were talking setting the tone. Yeah, mm. yeah, and setting the pace and stuff for. Which is something we preach a lot. We you know, step back, mm-hmm. take a breath, look around, and your call. Yeah. 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 Don't, don't make thing. anything. Don't make a call in haste. You gotta yeah. take that breath. You know, kind of not not really remove yourself, but sort of calm yeah. down. Yeah. 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 I think uh, and on one of those because they were talking about how you can how you how you calm yourself down during that adrenaline, and uh, I know that we had some comments before on one of your comments, Scott, with the uh, combat, breathing. combat breathing in the back. Um, one guy literally said, I do that now every time, mm-hmm. and it helps every time. Nice. Every time. Right. So, yeah. And it, it is very, 
very helpful. Mm-hmm. If you don't win half breathe, do you'll not pass win half breathe, you will pass out. <laughs> Funk. Belly chest, head, belly chest. <laughs> I, I've actually found myself doing that too, driving to the hall, getting yeah. that breathing under control and trying mm-hmm. to get that adrenaline suppressed just not to get. Mm-hmm. I've had to find myself doing yeah, that all tough. over again. Yeah. When you're yeah, a duty officer? Yeah, especially when you're the one going. Because, you know, prior, you would respond here, so you're all stoked, and then you get to the hall, okay, now, now I'm on the truck. Okay. Okay, now I'm getting ready to get out of the truck, and, you yeah. know, like, kind of, you, you have those waves, you know, like, okay, like, it's the big rush out of the house, and then you have a moment at the hall where you calm yourself down. Then you get in the hall, you're like, holy shit, I'm making the first truck, wicked. So now you're all pumped, pumped up again, and then you have to calm yourself back down prior to get, get into the fire. So going direct in the duty truck and you get there and I've, yeah I've kind of had to from start to finish as soon as you wake up you know you're the one making the you're the one answering the radio you're the one mm-hmm. making the calls yeah you know you're, you're probably the first one there yep. yeah it's, it's definitely different yeah different pace yeah you know yeah. you need some elastic shoelaces. Yeah, Boom. Yeah, It'll exactly. cool you right off, mate. You, <laughs> right. After that pressure, gone. And Head probably windows, right? extends too. I mean, he stands. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for a bigger hose. <laughs> but I find I have to take a breath before I even answer the radio sometimes. Oh, yeah. And then Kevin's all over us. How can I answer the radio quicker? <laughs> Every time. <laughs> you can you can hear it, though, in the voice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, some guys well, that's, you can hear that's the what voice. they were talking about oh, yeah. the bar. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we briefly touched on that too. You know, having that tone of voice setting the tone from you mm-hmm. over the radio sets the tone for everyone responding to that call. Everyone's listening to you. Yeah. You know, you're the first person to pick up that call, you're the first mm-hmm. person on the radio. And if you're sounding confident and collected, then it helps everybody else stay in that same frame of mind. If you're sounding frantic and, and oh, panicked, yeah then it also sets that same tone. And everyone else then starts to think, well, shit, what's going on? Like, is it that bad that it's that out of control that we can't catch it now? Like, what are we... Uh, yeah, like, what you're are we kind of pre- into You know, it, you're preparing yourself yeah. for a worse situation than maybe it was mm-hmm. just because of that other end voice. Yeah. So yeah. try and keep calm. It's the 3 a.m. wake-up calls that, that I find myself the most. You'll get the call received. And then, so they know that you've heard it. And then, like, I'm calming myself down as I'm getting myself a oh you know Wait. I'm actually waking up and getting myself dressed and then it's you know going direct and blah 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 and uh, and then yeah like once you get on scene like, you have so much time you know you, you can get yeah, out of your truck you have so much time you're like where is that truck or... yeah right? <laughs> like, you know when when I went down to that first ammonia leak yeah. I was like man like I don't have a lot of time here, and like we we've, we've got, a, you know, a, our core area is pretty small. Like I I could hear the truck leaving the hall yeah. when I was outside of the the officer truck. And I'm like, oh man, it's taking a long time. Like, are they driving slow? No, that's just normal. As I'm like checking some stuff out, not wanting to go downwind too much, yeah. like, trying trying to keep yourself in a, a you know a, a safe enough spot. But uh, yeah, I mean, in that moment, calming yourself down. So when everybody gets there and you start to relay the info, you're calm, then that makes them calm. Even in bad situations, it seems so bad when, you know, the people that are supposed to be in charge aren't spazzing out. And I think we as a department have gotten away from that a lot. Jeeped up was a term I heard today. Yeah, jeeped up. Jeeped up was a, was a part of Academy Radio. Yeah, really? I was like, 
I've heard that before. What does that mean? I don't know. It's good I, mean, I think it means like jacked up. You'll have to ask Nick. Like excited. Yeah, I will. Jeep jump. Jeep, Jeep, Jeep jump. Jeep jump. I'm look it up right now. Do they lift Jeeps? Maybe, yeah, they right. might. I think so. Sounds they jack, like a good they name. Jeeps. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good name for Jeep a jacking. company. Mm-hmm. There you go. Jeep mm-hmm. jump. Jeep jump. Or Jeep jump. Hmm. <laughs> we're, all, we're all hitting the Google. Yeah. That's what's happening. Oh, what are we doing? Oh, we're doing a podcast. Oh, right, right, right. I don't know. Smack in the middle of it. Okay. I think we're going to. Jeep 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 mug for your After three cups of coffee and seeing you, can't blame me for being Jeep Jeep. There you go. According to Urban Dictionary. Jacked up. I'm all 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 jacked up. I'm Best movie ever. You know what I mean. Somebody here has got to have seen that movie. I have no idea what it's going What? What are we talking about? Italian Nights. I was thinking it was Italian Nights. Shut up, Chip. Well, I think that's it. Stay tuned for uh, tomorrow's video. You're going to laugh your ass off. It's hilarious. I've laughed at it every time mm-hmm. I've watched it, and I've watched it about 20 times. So, <laughs> Funny yet informative. <laughs> it's so good. But they work. The masks work for that kind of stuff, which is great. Uh, yeah, stay tuned for the uh, the weekly tips and tune in next week for another exciting episode of. I don't know if it's exciting. What? I don't know. I'm uh, excited. You are exciting. Yeah. Ash. Carl. Scott. Jada. <laughs> Rob. Thank you. Big <laughs> Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. Stay safe.